Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound, JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones, seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I missed you, girl. Girl, let me tell you something. I missed you, too. Look at that tricep, though. You like that? Yeah. I mean, for a guy that doesn't even lift anymore, you got a nice try-try. I lift a little bit. I lift a little bit No, nowadays. you said you're just doing Peloton, but you're not, like, curling iron. Oh, no, I got a couple of weights that I curl every now and then just to, oh. you know, keep my shit quick. Oh, I just thought you were, doing, you, were on a, you were on a quarantine trip where you were just, like, cardio, nothing else. No, it, I thought you were about to say carbs and nothing else. Yeah, I'm doing that too, though. <laughs> By the way, a lot of love, a lot of love for the first uh, animation we put out. I love it. I love it. And it's so funny. It's only 30 seconds, but I've watched it like 900 times. Yeah, it's like when we first heard the, uh, when we first heard the theme song. And remember how crazy we were going for the theme song when yeah. we first heard it? For those of you who don't know... Um, this company, Cartooner Radio, uh, is an animation company in Brooklyn, and they did an animation of, of a, a moment of Donald and, and our and my podcast of this podcast, and um, they just you know tagged us on Instagram, and we thought it was so funny. We hit them up and said, you know, can we work out a, a situation where we'll obviously pay you, but will you do like some quick little thirty second moments from the podcast? And they thought that was awesome. And so now we, we're starting to roll some of them out. And the first one we just put on our Instagram today, although um, this was this will this be, was this will be like a week. This will be now. a few, this will be like a week a ago. A week later. But anyway, they did the moment with Donald giving Jeff Zucker noogies, and the animation is so funny, dude. Your eyes are all fucked oh, up. Oh, bloodshot, dude! <laughs> like they knew I smoked that shit, and they knew I drank that shit that night. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we did talk about how fucked up we were. Yeah, but I didn't talk about how I smoked that shit. Like when you when you drink, your eyes don't get red like that. I know they, they made your glossy. eyes like hot pink. But you and, know what they got? You know what they got? Maybe they're listening and they got it because another episode I mentioned how when you're hammered, you have like this this what do you call this when you do this? It's a this? It's, a, it's a high step. I got that shit from you though, dude. Right. Anyway, just a drunk high step. And then when they, in the animation, when you're headed over to Zucker, you're like, get over here. That shit's hilarious. It was funny. It I was laughed funny. out loud. And what I, I love about it on Instagram, I'm sure they're doing it on yours too. People are like saying, oh, you got to do this moment. Oh, you got to do the washcloth debate. You got to do yeah. this. They are doing that. What's crazy is that I think you need to tell each and every one of your followers that you demand that they follow me or fuck off. Because yeah, I, would I, never, I would never curse I, at my followers, Donald. I don't listen. I look at what your numbers are, and I look at what my numbers are on Instagram. And I got to be honest with you, I'm right. a little jealous, dude. But I'm Donald, a little jealous. I, you're, you're assuming that they're all scrubs, folks. They might be some people that love Garden State and uh, and and don't. So where are my clueless people at, huh? Where are my remember the Titans people at? Where are my motherfucking? I'm telling you right now, where are my motherfucking waiting to exhale people at? Where are my King's uh, Ransom people at? Where are my tripping people at? Where are my are name all Sabrina the Teen? Listen, I gotta put it out. <laughs> there man because where they at they need to represent where are your homie spumoni people where them homie spumoni where my next day air people at yo come on homie, now homie spumoni is a film that donald made um it's basically the plot of the jerk except instead of a, a white baby being dropped off at a black family's home donald's a black baby that's dropped off at an italian family's home right no 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 i'm not even dropped off they 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 literally kidnap me pretty much oh they kidnap and, you yeah they find me floating in a river <laughs> in Italy, right. and the mom kidnaps me, like like Moses. Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. But Moses was, you know, wasn't were, Moses put in a basket and, and yeah, and, trying uh, to escape? Yes, the the. Do, well, do I have my Old Testament right? Um, didn't they put uh, Moses? Who did they found. put in the in the Pharaoh's put, wife? Yeah, no, Moses was put in the yeah, basket. Yeah, and then Pharaoh's, Pharaoh's wife, wife found, found her. Found her. Yeah, found come him, on, yeah. I went to Hebrew school. Now, Donald, I have a question for you. Um, Homie Spumoni, for those of you who don't know. Whoopi Goldberg, uh, the great Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg's in and it. The great Paul Mooney. This. The great Paul Mooney. Now, do you Tony do Rock. An, you do an Italian New York accent, right? What, do, give us a Tony sample. Tony Napo. Give us huh? a sample. You want to hear a sample of my uh, Italian yeah, accent? This there, is the right? character, right? Listen, all right. My name's Renato, all right? And this is how we do things where I'm from, okay? It's very simple. It's almost like a New York accent too. It's like a oh New York. You know, I've seen a lot. It of It was new a lot projects. thicker back in the day when I was doing it. It was so hard, like it was thick. You know, um, Jamie Lynn Siegler, right? Yes. Yes. Is she your love interest. She was my love interest on it. She's like, you sound like the guys I grew up with. Oh, that's a compliment. Because yeah, it she, was a compliment. She, I think she's a Jersey girl. Is she? I don't know. Do they got a lot of Italians in Jersey? Listen, I got to tell you something. I've never seen that movie, but I, I, I if you're, if dude, you're you've never seen anything I've been. No, in. I've seen a lot you've of stuff. Not bullshit, man. I remember I showed you fucking Remember the Titans. I was like, yo, just watch Remember the Titans on a plane. You got halfway through it, and you were like, I mean, no, it's cool. That's not, that's not a true story. <laughs> that's not a true story. I'm gonna watch that film because I know how much people love it, and I love Denzel. Um, I love. So you. you've never seen Remember the Titans? I have never seen Remember the Titans. See, that's what I'm talking about right there, guys. But you didn't read that's the Garden State script, about. so fuck off. But I saw the Garden State script. 
And you didn't even hold the script in your hands. Yeah, I did. I, 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 no, I, did, I said, I would like I, you I to read right. this. And you said, are there any black people in it? And I said, there's two, but you're not right for them. And I already cast Method Man. And you said that I'm then not I reading, won't it. reading it. That's right. <laughs> I do, that is true. But I, I, I will tell you this. What a dick. What a dick. Dude. Yeah. I'm going to watch Remember the Titans. You know, I, I, I'm going to watch it tonight. We're looking for a movie for tonight. Yeah, please do. All right. I'm telling I'm gonna, you right now. I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to lay down the log. You know, you have to Where are my kick-ass two people at? Yo, where y'all at? Kick-ass two. If you, Donald's in kick-ass two. Donald where, is no, now. I'm talking Donald about just, for Instagram. Donald is just, where y'all at? Oh, you're circling back to Instagram. Well, Donald, I, I'm sorry that you're upset about this, but the good I'm news is- I'm not upset. I'm just a little jealous. Well, I, I think that you should give some love to the people that are following you, and so they don't feel like, what? We don't, we don't matter to you, Donald? No, they definitely matter. You people that are following me right now- I love you. I you love you tremendously. You me. Yes. You are special to me, and we together are building a great foundation and uh, an institution. Yes. But what is necessary right now is for you to tell your friends that 600,000 isn't enough. Tell your friends. <laughs> tell your wife. Listen, today's a very special uh, episode of this show. Because uh, today's the first time we're having on, as our guest, someone who was not on the show, um, someone who had nothing to do with the show. But I wanted to have him on, we wanted to have him on, because he's an incredible writer. And uh, amongst many things that he's written, he's written uh, a self-published book about Scrubs that I'm going to promote many, many times. It's called Where Do You Think We Are? And it's 10 illustrated essays about Scrubs. And it was written by Shea Serrano, and it was illustrated by Arturo Torres, and it is really awesome. And he is—I don't know how well you know Shay, Donald, but we'll get, we're going to get him on before you tell me any, anything about it, how well you know him. But I follow him on Twitter, and he's very entertaining. I don't know—I don't know him well, to be honest with you. But before I, we get into that, five, six, seven, eight it's stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he's a Wait he for got it. The fresh cut and everything. Where, Look at there him. There he is. Fresh cut. There he is. Dude. <laughs> oh man, it's so nice to finally meet you. I am I am like uh, one of your one of your many, many Twitter followers, and I, I, I feel like I know you, but it's so nice to finally meet you in person. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited to be here. I've been I've been waiting on hold since twelve in the afternoon for three hours now. Just so I don't want <laughs> I don't want to miss it. I didn't want to miss this one. You know what I'm saying? You've been sitting there. You've been sitting there. <laughs> we didn't well, put you on hold. You just this was like a self proclaimed hold. Yes, I he just, wanted yeah, yeah. he didn't want to yeah, okay. fuck up Donald, so he's been okay. sitting there with his mic. <laughs> okay. That's what's... <laughs> now Shay, before you say anything, I gotta tell you, I was doing research uh, for the show on you because I know you um for being very popular on Twitter. I encourage you to follow Shay, and we'll get his handle out before the show ends. But he, uh, I'm reading all about you, and your career is amazing. But I'm, I started reading like he wrote uh, this. His second book was called "The Rap Yearbook: The Most Important Rap Song from Every Year Since 1979." 
Then he's got another book called uh, Basketball and Other Things that mm-hmm. Obama said was one of his favorite things. And then he's got another. And I'm sitting here going, I'm going to lose Donald Faison to Shay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sitting here being like, this was, a, this was a bad idea. The man has written best-selling books on rap and basketball. And I'm going to lose him. And you know what I love. And you know what I love. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what's, Dude. what's, what's funny is... is uh. I got a chance. I met Donald one time. I don't know if you remember. No, I do remember. I remember. Look, before I even read the book. Uh, oh, you read it. Oh, okay. Well, so no, anyway, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't read the whole book. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's okay. keep going. Like I didn't read the whole thing. He skimmed that shit. Yeah. So, but before, uh, before I even knew that it existed, Zach was like, you were coming on and I looked you up on... Uh, I Googled you and I was like, oh, I met this dude. I met this dude when I was going to do first take. I yeah. thought you were going to do first take that day also. But I also met you. Your wife was with you, right? Is that uh-huh. your wife? Yeah. yeah. And she and I got to talk a little bit more than you and I did. But I re- I mean, and then I read the essay and you made it seem like you were like all crazy. Like, holy shit. Holy Dude. shit. You guys inside, were a little bit cooler than that now. Maybe that was in his head. Of my head. <laughs> that was in his head. Yeah, absolutely inside of my head. There's only been a few times in my life I was starstruck. But, it was me, you know, Denzel Washington, and Michael what, Jordan. I know, I know, I know, I know, watching, I know. Watching you walk in that room, I don't know if it's because I was surprised or because I had just finished, like, I was already working on the Scrubs thing, so I had gone through the whole series again, whatever it was. But yeah, when you walked in there, I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, I was trying so hard not to not to wig out. That's now, d- now, 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 Shay, so, you, talk, but you, were there for, you were there for a book, right? You were there for another book, but it, it was... It wasn't the yeah. rap book. It was the basketball book, right? No, it was uh, uh, the the basketball one came out in 2017. October of last year, I did movies and other things. Movies and, and other so th- things. So that's when I was in, I was in New York, um, you know, doing all the press stuff. Okay. Now, where are you now, from originally? I'm sorry. Before we- Don, where are you let from me fit a word in edgewise. See, this is what's going <laughs> to fucking happen. This is my nightmare, right? Joel, they just suddenly they turn my mic down and they just go off. Well, I just wanted to get into the basketball thing. All right, do you get into you the said, basketball thing. You said my, you think my game would be more like a, like you imagine my game being like PJ Tucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna agree with that. I'm gonna See, agree. With I that. knew it. I I'm knew gonna it. Agree with that. I'd but, watched enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I a lot of jump shots, some defense, uh, very competitive, and talks a lot of shit. Yeah, that's yeah. me. That's that me. About right. <laughs> Uh, I wish I had a little bit of a, you know, a silkier game. I wish my game was more like Clay Thompson, but PJ Tucker <laughs> is spot on, man. He's a he's a great uh I don't even know if you would consider him a role player. He's just like a glue guy, right? Yeah, he's an essential player on that on that Rockets team. I lived in uh, Laramie and I lived in Houston for 14 years, so we were there like when he showed up, and then he's one of those guys who like if you go to the city where he's playing, everybody there just fucking loves him. Yeah. Just because of all the stuff he does, yeah. Now, Shay, I have a question. Do you know, okay. do you have your book, like, could Donald, about your rap book, and, you know, Shay is, um, everything he writes becomes a bestseller, including um, the, the rap yearbook, the most important rap song from every year since 1979, discussed, debated, and deconstructed. Billboard said this was one of the best, 100 best music books of all time, mm-hmm. which, holy shit, man, congratulations on, on an accomplishment like that. Thanks. Round round no. of thunderous applause. Yeah, uh, Dan, please put in some thunderous applause there. <laughs> uh, you won't hear it, Shay, so just imagine it. It's just it's, a, it's like a it stadium sounds... going crazy. You listen Great. to the podcast, right, Shay? I've seen you yeah, on Twitter. I do. Yeah. So you know, you know how Dan really brings the thunderous applause. Um, now, Shay, if Donald were to say, because Donald loves rap, if you were to like mention a year, you don't have this memorized, right? Or do you? If, if he were to say like, if Donald were to be like, all right, 97, would you be like, oh, this is what I wrote about that? 
I believe so. 97 is is Puff Daddy, if I'm not mistaken. Which one? Puff what song, song, Puff Daddy? Um, I want to say, let me look it you up. You can look it up. It's all good. As, as sad as I am about how much how well you guys are hitting it off, I just feel like once this rap conversation starts, it'll be Donald's favorite conversation in the world because he really, really loves rap. Like, as long as I've known him. Yeah, it's the best music in the world. It was uh, Can't Agreed. Nobody Hold Me Down. Can't no okay with him and Mace. Yeah, with, with him and Mace, yeah. Okay, that was the that, one because okay. that, that because that was when 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 rap had like they were doing the whole shiny suit thing. It was like uh-huh. it became all about opulence and money the hype Williams and, and the hype Williams uh, uh, music videos, right? That those ones came a little bit, yeah. So right right around then. A little I remember this around ninety seven. I just picked ninety seven. Can't nobody hold me down. Was a hype. Was a, t- a hype Williams. Yeah, video yeah I'm just saying I, because I was when I was peeing fresh out of uh, college. I was peeing on rap videos in in New York, and I don't really know the music that well. But I remember like hype Williams was a god at the time, and that's right around the time all those Mace Puffy videos were coming out. That was the one where they were in the desert, right? And yeah. uh, J- isn't J Lo in it too? Yeah, she's in that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Definitely Donald, do you want to pick a year now that he's got it up? Just pick like sure. a year. And- I mean, but I mean, okay, ninety-two. That's a hard one. Nineteen ninety-two. Oh, like I don't have I don't have the book up. I was just okay. looking looking okay. up the song. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't mean to put you. On, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Should I? <laughs> I just bad. wondered if you knew. Yeah, that's no worries. To- but I, I will say I, I know like I know ninety-two was nothing but a G thing. Uh, that no, was but a, you, wow! Yeah, but that was a song lot, that I right? About. That's a great, a great record, man. Great yeah, record. yeah. That it was freaking, really, really good. That chronic was one of. Oh my gosh, man! Mm-hmm. There were a lot um, of great uh, albums that came out, though. I feel like in '92, you know what I mean. That was the year I graduated, I think, from high school. I'm pretty. I sure. like that song, "Rolling Down the Street, Smoking Endo, yeah. Sipping on Gin and Juice." That one's Snoop. La- laid that one's Snoop. back. back. That's that one, that, so that's on the Doggy Style album. That's Doggy Style. And there's yeah. like there's like a constant debate between which is the better G Funk album between between the Chronic and, and Doggy Style. Both the dope man. Pick one. Pick one. Which if one I, do you want to listen to right now? Shit, man. Well, cause no, cause what happened is with the doggy style. <laughs> okay, Hold okay. on, it's hard. He has to. It's he hard. has to do it. What happened is, yeah, yeah it's yeah, hard, yeah. man. Cause doggy style, Nate Dog, all these cats are on that record, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Come on, Donald. It's hard, cause it's like Dan, can you put on the? Well, Jeopardy no, you know music? what? I take it back. I will go Chronic, just because of Deep Cover. I can feel it. <laughs> okay. Doom, doom. I heard so, that shit. I remember when Deep Cover the movie came out, and that song yeah. was on the Deep Cover soundtrack. And my boy played me that shit, and we listened to that shit over. We listened to that song over and over and over again. And this is before the beef with East Coast West Coast stuff. Uh-huh. And it was just like, yo, this is the do- this is the dopest thing I ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's, it's one of those one-, one of those moments where you like I've never heard something like this. Yeah, you hear Snoop sort of lollygagging out into the song. You're like, who, the- yeah. who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, that and the beat was fucking fire mm-hmm. and the fucking and then the hook was yeah and you don't stop cuz it's 187 <laughs> on an undercover cop. That's too no, dope. That shit hey, was did so they like, ever make a documentary about this because I I read that there was talk of it. Did they ever make it? A documentary of your, about of your about, of your book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened is a production company got the rights for it and then we signed up with The Roots. They became like executive producers on it dope. and then they sold it to we sold the series to AMC. And they did a six episode thing where it was like six episodes. Each episode was about one particular song. They're an hour long. And, and so it became like a, like a video. Over. It was really cool. I got to go out to New York. Uh, they did like a concert. The Roots did a concert oh, before, that's dope. before they, and then they showed the, the, that, one of the episodes, the one that they did on, um, on Jesus Walks. 
And it was it was really really cool to watch. That's so cool because as I'm listening to you talk about it, I mean, I just think it would be such an amazing. I can understand why it'd be an amazing series. I want to check that out. I definitely. Yeah, it was great. You know what was neat is so they we got all signed up and they like we we sold the series and they started working on it and they gave me the, the phone call and they're like, hey, do you want to call in and like we're brainstorming and helping out doing whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, that'll be cool because I, like, I know a lot about rap doing this whole thing. And I called in, and Black Thought and Questlove are both in there. And, like, everything that somebody brought up, like, I had, like, a third-hand story. Like, oh, yeah, I heard a story about a party that happened at this thing. And no matter what it was, Questlove or Black Thought, they were like, oh, yeah, I was at that party. I rode to – I was like, okay, all right, I don't want to help anymore. Like, yeah, guys, clearly you got this. I'm just going to fall back. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, I've been at some places like where crazy things happen, like, and I was just, I just happened to be there when the things happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I was at the party where Biggie got killed. You know what I'm you saying? Were? You were? Holy that. shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you? Shit. Did you? We? Did you hear like the yeah, like, gunshots? I heard gunshots. I was outside, so I heard the gunshots. I oh, also I spoke to him before all of it happened. Oh uh, shit! You never told yeah. me this. You saved yeah. this for Shay? <laughs> yeah, well, dude, you're not a hip hop. You're not a hip hop. But fan. I mean, you're I'm not, not a, a hip hop fan. dude, but I'm a pop culture fan. You could have told me you were at that fucking event. Yeah, dude, I, w I was at that event, event, and I spoke to him. And then uh, the next morning, I found out he was dead. I actually found out that night that he had gotten shot. Somebody came around the corner and told me, you know, yo, they just That's fucking crazy. got big. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And I remember telling Ricky Bell from uh, Bell Bib DeVoe, and he was mm -hmm. like, shut the fuck up, dude. You don't know yeah. what you're talking about. And then the next morning, my boy Dion Richmond called me up on the phone and was like, "Yo, they killed Big last night." And I was like, "Holy!" And 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 I was like, "Holy shit!" I was there, dude. I was. Yeah. I spoke to him right before. You know what That's I mean? Nice. I did this couple of instances. Like I was at Nell's the night all that shit went down with Tupac and the girl on the dance floor and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like mm -hmm. I was at the I was at the club hanging out with my friends and stuff like that. And I was there for like just a bunch of things, man. It's weird. It's it's my connection to hip hop runs deep, man. I love I love it so much. And when I was when I was younger, I would be you would frequently find me at some of these events that were considered, you know, later on that were considered iconic or pivotal moments in artists' careers, especially in Tupac's and Biggs. Those were two big moments. One one was the death of one, and one was where everybody started looking at somebody as a true troublemaker, which mm -hmm. was bullshit. But that was that was what from that moment on. Tupac's lane shifted from, you know, actor, rapper to activist to, you know, uh, his whole run with Death Row and the whole East Coast, West Coast beef and all of that stuff. A lot of it stemmed from that moment. Do you think any of it? Do you think any of it was your fault? I wasn't. I don't know anything about the studio. Right, right. You know, like that butterfly effect thing where one thing happens and then it causes everything to happen. Right. If I take myself out of the equation, all of that, everyone would have got along fine. Everybody would have got fine. Yeah. Donald, Donald, like bumped into some waiter who then got in a bad mood and was rude to Tupac, and all of a sudden, all this shit happened because Donald did it. Do I? Do either of y'all follow a writer named Chio Hadari Coker? You, no, you know, I did. Okay, so he, he he like works on a a ton of stuff, but he like worked on the the Biggie movie, um, Low Riders, Creed Two, like a bunch of the stuff that I like. So I started following mm -hmm. him. But just today, he was talking about. Uh, I think it was today. Maybe might have been last night or yesterday. But he was talking about when when uh, Tupac did Juice, mm -hmm. and, and he was uh, saying like it, it, when he got the role of Bishop, which was like the guy who causes all the trouble in it. Uh, like that was the beginning of his like gangster rapper. Like it set him on that path, right? And like that's just crazy to think about. Like I, a, I was, like I a was, little thing like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I was, I was in Juice. 
I had a really tiny role in that movie. And the one thing I remember the most about that movie was the premiere and after seeing it and, you know, Tupac walking into the, it was like at Lowe's on 42nd Street or something like that. It was in Times Square. I remember that. And mm-hmm. he walked into the area where everybody was being let, let out of the movie. And it felt like he had like the glow around, like the Bruce Leroy glow around him, man. Because you just knew at that moment he was out of here, man. So he was good. just he Yeah, he was so just out of here. That's when I became a, a a fan of his, you know what I mean? Like as an actor, I, you know, checked on his stuff all the time, all of the movies he made and stuff yeah. like that. When I was younger, I remember thinking he's a better actor than he is a rapper, dude. I remember thinking that as a kid. Dude. <laughs> that's a, that, that's like an argument you could honestly legitimately make. Like he was he's right. unbelievable as an actor, yeah. Yeah, he was a very good actor, you know So Shay, I mean? tell us like how you came to Scrubs and and um and wrote this this book because I I just I've I was so moved by uh, a lot of it. I mean, it's funny your book, um, and but also there's moments I was reading and that would that would give me goosebumps because you articulate moments in Scrubs sometimes I think better than moments in Scrubs even were. Were right, and I, and I, <laughs> and no, I mean, and I appreciate that. I, we we love what a fan you are, and and I was reading something you wrote about uh, the episode we're going to talk about today, my my occurrence. And I got goosebumps when you wrote it. It was about it was about when I find out that uh, Brendan Fraser's character has leukemia and, mm-hmm. and Judy's standing there. And I'm not bullshitting you. When I rewatched the episode today, it was even more moving to me. It was yeah. a really unique. It was a really unique experience because I don't even remember the moment. And then I'm, I, I read your essay in his book. Where do you think we are? And it gave me goosebumps. And then I rewatched the moment today, and I was so much more moved by it because I had your backstory. So that's so I, I encourage you if you're a Scrubs fan to get this book. But anyway, I just wanted to know, it's a long question, but how did you come to Scrubs and then how did you come to write this book? I came to Scrubs late. Uh, this was this was back when it was on Netflix. So it was mm-hmm. a few, you know, several years ago. Uh, I didn't, I had never really, I didn't watch it when it was like on, on ABC or NBC or anything like that. Um, but I started catching it when, I think it showed up like on uh, Comedy Central yeah. or, you know, on one of those like cable channels. I was like, this is this is like a, a cool show, but there was no way to like rewatch the whole thing. You just catch whatever episodes you can. And then it popped up on Netflix and Laramie, my wife, she also likes the show. So we're like, oh, let's like, I haven't seen like the first four seasons or something. Let's sit down and watch it. And so you like, that's how it started was a few years ago. And then it just became one of those shows that you know, we watched our whole way through it. We, we like fell in love with everybody on there. And it was, it was one of the ones where it was like, oh, it's been a long day and I need to like unwind and relax. And I need to like feel some emotions of some sort. So let me put, put this one on because I think, uh, and, you know, I, I wrote this in a thing, but I think Scrubs is the best TV show ever at like balancing between those two worlds. Y'all talk about it a lot of the time, like how hard of a transition that is to to make to from going from something like totally silly and like ridiculous immediately into something just outlandish and or um, you know like crazy serious. Um, so that's how we started watching that show, and it just became like like a, a, a ritual every so often we're like we're gonna restart scrubs again and we're gonna watch it and then that's gonna be like what we do right on i love it and you and your wife get in debates about the show i saw and part of the book is an email conversation you have about whether, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, whether yeah. or not she likes jd or not and, yeah, uh, yeah. and i really appreciated your point of view more than uh laramie's because uh, <laughs> laramie laramie loves the show but it's jd's not her favorite character and uh, i appreciated shay uh debating why uh, he should be yeah, yeah, that's like, uh, yeah, we so that we we started watching the show and I realized like 
you watch a show and depending on like who you are or the type of person you are, you just watch it a little bit different than everybody else. Yeah. And I realized at some point that we were very much watching the show differently. Like I was watching it waiting for like the JD moment to happen when you like make your eyes water or you like say a thing real seriously. And she was watching it for like for like a, a, a Turk and Carla situation or, or a Dr. Cox situation or whatever. And so I'm like, well, we should let, yeah. you know, let's talk about this a little bit. And uh, that was yeah, cool. That, that, My favorite. My favorite. I, I was skimming through the book because you know I don't, I'm, I'm not. A, I, but I'm Shay, not a, don't take I'm, it personally. He skimmed through the scripts for the fucking episode, okay, yeah. so don't yeah, take I'm it personally. One, I'm not a great reader, and my attention, my my attention, focused on to if JD and Turk were to ever do a buddy cop movie, what would it oh, be? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you go through a bunch of a bunch of lists of what movies, and I immediately went for Running Scared with Billy Crystal and yeah, Gregory yeah. Hines. Like that's the immediate one I went to, uh-huh. and I was like, I, I bet you he doesn't have that on the list. And sure enough, it's oh, right there it. on I the list. We, right. we, you nailed we, it. We always <laughs> over the over the years we've always talked about. It's never happened, but so far, but we've always talked about wanting to do a, a buddy cop or buddy movie of some kind together um mm-hmm. i was obsessed with trying to do like a spies like us thing because i thought donald and i could really do we both love playing guy way in over his head yeah and the idea and like i mean i don't want to i would never dare to attempt to remake spies like us because i love that movie but the premise of that like two spies that are, are fuck-ups that get in way over their head i thought donald and i would be really funny at but um but it's funny i don't that you wrote a section in the book about that because donald and i always talk about wanting to do something like that yeah, yeah. but like yeah go ahead man Oh, I was going to say, that's how you could tell I was like, I had just finished up the movie book at the same time I was doing the Scrubs thing. I, and I had rewatched all of the like buddy cop movies. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is like, this makes too much sense. Now, Shay, does, you work. Sorry, go ahead, Dom. It does make sense, man. I think Turk and JD would, and, and, and it really comes through, Zach, on the episode, your first episode that you directed where we're doing the whole Heather Graham thing. It yeah. really comes through there. Like, that's a buddy cop movie or a buddy comedy in itself right there. These two yeah. dudes go on an adventure. Mm-hmm. And it's a silly one, too, so his boy can get some ass. You know what I yeah. mean? That's like- with, a, with a letter from Elliot. Actually, Shay, uh, you wrote that in the in the book a little bit, too, because you're talking about Molly Shannon's character in that episode. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's one of my favorite episodes ever. I, I uh, We bring it up a lot because it was a pivotal moment for me because it was the first one I got to direct. And uh, it was it was epic. And Donald and I went on a, a, a quest that all took place over one night. You know, for budget, most of the time we would, you know, be confined to the hospital with with going out a little bit here or there. But um, you know, it's very expensive to bring a full film crew out into the real world. And and sometimes what Bill would do is he'd sort of save up. So we'd we'd have episodes that were mostly contained to the world of the hospital, and then he'd use the 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 budget money he'd save then we'd do like a big ass one that's why there'd be like the wizard of oz or the medieval times one or this one with heather where we were you know out all night long yeah um i wanted to ask you shay i I wanted to say just before we get into the episode um i really am impressed by how hard you hustle and work and and you know we're both on twitter we're all on twitter and I, i always see a lot of writers asking you for advice and how do i do it i'm just so impressed with how hard you work, you write your ass off, you then go off and you really um, talk to your followers and say, hey, support the cause. I'm here working my ass off. um, And I I made a thing I think you're going to like. And I don't know, I just I'm I've always been impressed by how hard you work. And I wonder if you if you wanted to speak to that for for anyone, it could be about anyone trying to go after their dream, but you you particularly do it with your writing. Yeah, well, I think that's that's probably like an extension of of several different things. We grew up 
like we live in San Antonio now, but I grew up like on the other side of town. We were like real poor. Nobody was like finishing school or anything like that. So like that's always in the back of my head. Like if shit goes wrong or if I make like a few mistakes, we could fall all the way back there. So that's that's part of it. Um, but also like in the, in the case of the 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 scrubs thing, like this was a thing that I was publishing independently. Though you weren't going to find it in bookstores. The only way anybody was going to find out about it was directly through me at the at the start of it. You know, so. Like, I'm not going to just sit there and cross my fingers and hope somebody, like, backs yeah. their way into it. Yeah. It's not, you know, I'm trying to be like the guys at the at the fucking mall that comes spraying you with a perfume. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm going to be that I'm gonna be that kind of salesperson. Or the, the guys, guys in New York with the rap album. I, they're always yeah. trying to get you to buy their... their they're, the, they're the strong... Dude, that's the strongest hustle ever because there's a part... A part of that hustle <laughs> is also, like, strong-arming you, too. Yeah, I know, and I always do shit. it. I always do it because I feel so bad. By the time you've walked two blocks with them, you're like, dude, I'm... I, I, okay, okay, yeah. Not here, they're here, slick. Here. They're, they're, see, they're smart. They're like, hey, hold this for me real quick. And then you hold it, and they're like, all right, that's $7. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, hold I on. Like, no, I, I didn't even... I thought I was I wasn't even. I wasn't even... I wasn't even. I wasn't even trying to buy it, dude. Yeah. I was. But they're the best salesmen, those guys. Because by the time Absolutely. you've walked a block with them, you're like, yeah, yeah, I do need to hear this. You're right. That does sound good. Yeah, yeah. They get. They get. <laughs> well, in sometimes your ear about it's, it. or sometimes it's like, dog. Uh, okay, but, just but give me the shit. Like, but then they're like, Donald, come on, Donald, keep it real, Donald. I seen. This is what I hate because I get a lot of this. I seen you in the movies, dog. Don't let yeah. me, don't fucking let me down now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't let you down. Don't let me down, all right? <laughs> well, I always think, you know, in in my career, the things I've done that, you, you know, there's you, you have to put yourself out there. You have to really, I, you know, I write my own stuff. I, I You get turned down a hundred times and you just got to keep going and mm-hmm. keep fighting for it and keep believing in yourself. And I think that's one of the reasons I really like what you say and do on, on Twitter because you do a lot of philanthropic things as well. But you're also someone who's just like, I'm going to do this on my own. Sometimes a, sometimes a publisher will publish it. Sometimes I'll publish it. But like, I'm always going to be doing my own hustle, which I, I really appreciate. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. So guys, we're getting to the episode, but um, go buy Shay's book. It's called, uh, go to the website, sacredheartgang.com. Correct. Is that right, Shay? Correct. If you, go to right sacred, if you go to sacredheartgang.com, you can buy the book. It's a PDF you can download. It's 20 bucks. It's uh, really worth it. It's amazing. I've seen some people on, online are, are printing it out and kind of making yeah. their, own, <laughs> their own book out of it. But um, support uh, independent uh, writers. He self-published this with amazing illustrations by Arturo Torres. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, can't, I, I really recommend it if you're a Scrubs fan. Um, it's, it's very, very entertaining. Even the parts Donald skimmed, he loved. Can we talk about the illustrations real quick? <laughs> yeah, the illustration they they, they kind of look like the New York Times. I'm not the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal. Uh, when they draw the pictures, like they look like when somebody sits in front of you and poses yeah. and stuff like. Yeah. They're very they're very lifelike, almost you like mean like a portrait. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, kind of kind of like yeah. a portrait. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, Though, especially the one with Brendan Fraser on the. For the title of the book, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. With the in, inside, when you get to that moment. And you yeah. even say at that moment, I didn't want to talk about that. You know, I hate talking mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. And Zach, you, before we get into the story, I, I wanted to say this also. It made also, me watching the episode again, it made it more impactful for me. Because one, I knew how it was going to work out. The way you laid it out in the book, I knew how it was going to end up. Not only because I was in it, but because of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, okay. <laughs> but but 
it made it more impactful because what the way you described all of what was happening, uh, uh, it, it, you really told the story well. Is, yeah. is my point? You know, what well, I mean? that's good writing then, when you like then, when, when you when you he's 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 writing his thoughts on something we were a part of, and I, I, I never had this experience before. I mean, other I guess occasionally when someone writes a good review of something you've done, maybe it's similar. But you were writing his thoughts on this moment. And it made the moment for me as a part of it more impactful. I thought that yeah. was really that was really good. And then good even writing. where and then even where it stems from, how you bring it back to the episode where we lose, you know, where one in three patients die when they go into the hospital mm -hmm. and everything yeah. like that. And how you connect the this is how scrubs fucks you up. They fuck you up by making you think, you know, everything's yeah. all right, everything's all right, everything's all right. And then just when you feel like you're out of the woods and you're safe, they drop the fucking hammer on you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And By the way, this is how amazing. good Shay's uh, writing is. Uh, he preempted Brendan Fraser being on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> so I want you to know, Shay, that we – and I'm announcing to the fans right here now that the next episode – We'll have Brendan Fraser on this podcast. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, so we want Shay's going to come on, and we're going to talk through Brendan Fraser's first episode. Then uh, in the next episode, we're going to have Brendan Fraser come on and uh, and talk about it. And then uh, we'll eventually, uh, I guess it's uh, season three. We'll get to uh, yeah. to the the big one that's a lot of people's favorite episode of all time. When this when also Brendan, when Brendan spoiler alert dies. This also uh, is kind of a. It's precursor the right word to that episode. Like this whole episode pretty much yeah. is a dream, dude. That I didn't even yeah. remember that, by the way. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot and of it, foreshadowing. Yeah, a lot of foreshadowing, right? I mm -hmm. I I didn't remember that either. And I truly went on this journey with JD through this whole episode of him trying to, you know, rationalize why this oh, this is a false positive test. This mm -hmm. test isn't it's not to code. They they're fucking up all day. Yeah, I even made a note, and I even made a note. Wow, Sacred Heart is making a lot of mistakes yeah. in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also, by the way, first of all, I, I was so fucking uncomfortable with Judy hitting on me, and I didn't remember that at all. <laughs> right, but, but but because Donald's my best friend in the world, I was nervous that his TV wife was hitting on me. I was like, I was like, my stomach was getting uncomfortable, and then I noticed a very subtle thing. I don't know if you guys noticed this because I'm just very aware of the cinematography. I don't know if it was Larry Trilling who directed. By the way, we should mention that Bill Lawrence wrote this wrote one, this and one. and Larry Trilling, one of our favorite directors directed it and uh there was this weird sort of a very subtle filter on the camera for that fantasy that long dream sequence and i i didn't remember that it was a dream sequence and i remember like jesus why is this it's usually a filter you you would reserve for a close-up of a of a woman of a certain age where you wanted to maybe soften her, her wrinkles a little bit or her eyes but if you go back and look it's on that whole sequence and i was kind of like why is why is this filter on? Like what? And then I was like, is this just look weird on my computer? Like what's going on? And then when it was revealed that the whole thing is a is a fantasy, I I was like, oh, that was like a little subtle thing. You know, there's lots of little subtle things they did, but that's one thing I noticed with the cinematography. It makes you want to go back and watch it again. <laughs> I know it's a I good know. show, guys. It's a good you, show. It's thank a good you, show. thank <laughs> you. Well, I'm telling you, when you get Shay's, when you guys get Shay's book, it, it, you're gonna want to when you, you read his essays. Then you want to go back and go, okay, now I gotta rewatch that episode with this uh, with this essay in mind. All right, we're gonna go to break, and we'll be right back.
Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash real friends. That's helixsleep.com slash real friends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacoba's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacobas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, 
Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. And we're back! And we're back! All right, we're going to go into this episode, guys. All right, uh, I got one thing in. to say when we start off. What the fuck? How do? Why do we have like a cheese plate with a meat, a cheese meat plate the size of like when you go to a party at, uh, at uh, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 our, it's our cheese and, it's and huge. meat and I, and and we and we got like the Ralph's version of cheese and meat. Yeah. It's like it's only cheddar. It's only yeah. cheddar and American and white um, white cheddar. Uh, yellow cheddar and American cheese, and then it's, it's the like worst cheese plate Roast ever. beef, turkey. But by the way, it's, by the way, it's fucking it's cold cuts rolled up. Like yeah, what, kind yeah, of, yeah. what kind of charcuterie <laughs> plate is that? And we're drinking wine with that. And this is our and this is our night out from the hospital. We yeah, this is our big fancy night apartment. out. And Judy and Carla says she got a nice bottle of wine. And then Donald's right. If you freeze frame it five seconds on the plate we're talking about, it's basically cubes of cheddar and rolled up cold cuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe the rationalization was that we didn't know. We were just we were like we were so busy being doctors. None of us are cooks, and we're like, oh, we're gonna have like an adult night. That's what yeah. they do. They have. So this is a good example of like one of the one of the reasons I like to rewatch the show so much because every time you rewatch it, you're gonna find like a, another little. Th- Neat thing in there. So I noticed the cheese thing, same as same as y'all did when I rewatched it uh, yesterday. And I was like, the only person in this room who is upset about the situation or the setup is Carla, which makes sense because she, for that whole first season, second season, she's she's like the adult in the room. Yeah, right. And the other and and the other three are just sort of pretending to be adults, so they think. Like this is what it's supposed to look like, and she's oh. the only. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> probably, it's probably, probably one. Shay, probably Do- Turk and and uh, and JD were probably tasked with getting a nice cheese plate. <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> and we went to fucking the supermarket. And we're like, got one of those Saran wrap jobs. <laughs> Meanwhile, she went to the liquor store and bought an expensive bottle of wine. Bottle of right? And then we still fucked it up for her. Mm-hmm. Um, how about? I mean, I feel bad. Um, the talking like JD knowing so much about what celebrities are, are are naked in what movies, but it was pretty funny when he's like frontal and tush tush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have something like that on the Playboy. Ch- I mean, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is obviously before a website like this existed, so it does come up in the episode. But I don't think we should actively advertise them unless okay? you want to hear it. Let us know. Okay. <laughs> hit up hit up Donald on his Instagram. Hit up me. Hit me up on my Instagram. Yeah. But you gotta follow. Uh, only I'll only respond yeah, if you but, follow. But make sure you follow him because he's very upset about his follower count. But uh, if you really if you don't want to take the time to Google it, just ask Donald Shay, on Instagram. Shay, you want some of this, man? We can we can hijack we can hijack some of Zach's followers, man, and get them on our team. Shay man. doesn't no, need I'm my good. followers; he's I'm blowing good. up. But then Shay, share some of yours with me, brother. Yeah, Shay. yeah. No, no. 
All right, one at one twelve, I was kind of taken, and I think this comes up in in, in your essay, Shay, if I'm not mistaken. But you, we finally see Cox like someone, <laughs> yeah, um, right? You know, yeah. he seems to he seems to never like anybody, uh, mm-hmm. or at least be snarky with anyone and everyone. This is this is sort of the first time um, that he's really uh, we see how much he genuinely is no bullshit has a friend. Yeah, that's re- it's really like an interesting creation of a character is to put somebody in in his orbit who just sort of takes away all of his like protective armor immediately. Like he has another friend later on the show, Michael Boatman's character, Ron, when he shows up and they're like clearly close friends, but, but at the same time, they're like poking each other in the eye every once in a while Mm -hmm, with something. But Brendan Fraser's character, Ben is the only time we see him where he is just wide open and like just having a good old time. And he loves him. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's, it's 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 really charming. It really um, mirrors JD and Turk. It's like his Turk in a way. Um, just solely in the fact that like they're on a, you know, they're hugging and they're, and they're joking about hugging and, um, and they're just very, they're being playing silly games, the thing with the card on their head. And they're just like, they're unabashedly themselves. Yeah. yeah. All of, all of the things that Dr. Cox says annoys him about JD. Yeah. The things that Brent, like he, he talks in the voices, he's very affectionate and right. you're seeing like, like, oh, this is like, I, 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 you begin to understand this is like why. He has such a fondness for JD is because he reminds him of this character. Oh, that's great, Jay. Yeah. I really love that analysis, and I didn't see it. Um, but it's funny. I was ta- I was watching Brendan Fraser's choice in this character for the first time in twenty years, and he is playing it very goofy and silly, and mm-hmm. it's very JD like. And it's funny that you say that um, that I never thought of it like that. It's like you're seeing, even though Cox has to keep it down because he uh, like has to be Cox to, to JD. There is the it, I, there must be some aspect of JD that reminds him of his good buddy. Yeah, you know, there's no question about it. There's no question. Um, I like when I go at the bar at one twenty three when I I go neat hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. What a fucking tool, neat hug. Go ahead, Donald. This is something that uh, kind of bugged me the whole time we made this show, but later on, hindsight being twenty twenty, nowadays it's I I I wish. I'm I'm so happy that this happened, but Brendan Fraser brings a camera into the episode, and it's yeah. a pol- Polaroid camera. The old school Polaroid, yeah. Old school Polaroid camera, and I'm not sure if we were doing this before, or if this is where it started, but because of this moment right here, it's like I have Polaroids from, <laughs> you know what I mean? From, I can answer this. Okay, let's 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 get into it, because I. I was wondering. We have all of these memories on celluloid because yeah. because of someone bringing a camera in, and then it became. A, it all began with this. Is this where it began? Yeah. So here's the thing. Okay. Krista Miller and I are both uh, photographers as our hobby, and we both are camera geeks. We love new cameras. We love old cameras. We'll like send each other eBay listings of cameras. Uh, she's a really a talented photographer, and I like to think I'm not too bad myself. Um, when Brendan Fraser came in, this was his real hobby: um, shooting with these old school Polaroids, as you guys see in the in the in the movie, the, the kind the kind of Polaroid film, not that just comes out automatically. You pull it out, and then you got it's like shake it like a Polaroid picture. These you actually right. did have to wait for a minute for them to cook, and then you'd peel it off, and there'd be a beautiful uh, shot. And this camera that he's shooting with was actually Brendan's. And he brought it in, and of course, and he was taking pictures. All the pictures you see at the end of the episode in that uh, tin that he has were all shot by him over the course of his week uh, hanging out with us. 
And then Krista and I, got, of course, got so into it. We we're like, oh my God, we got to get one of those. Where do we buy them? And then over the years, Donald, that you have a lot of Polaroid pictures of, of because I have a bunch of these cameras now. Right and, on. and I'm sure you, I'm sure Krista's given you some too, because she does too. But uh, the bulk of the ones you have, I'm sure, I got super into it. And I, I was going on eBay and buying all these old cameras. To, that's why that's, that's it, it, got, all, it all started it, with this. Okay, so all right, that's what I was. That's what I was running because it got ridiculous too. At some point, <laughs> at some point, it was like a battle between everybody who took pictures on the fucking show to bring in their new toy. You know what I mean? Whether it was a Leica or a Canon or a fucking or a point. This is the this is the Rolls Royce of point and shoot, or this well, is the creme de right, la creme before, of. <laughs> all right. How do you think I feel when you're talking about your new animation gadget? But listen, I I don't, it I don't fucking sit. To, I don't go to you. Dude, man, I just fucking got a C stand, man. I'm really excited. <laughs> I don't fucking hit you up and do that shit. No, dude. but on your try. Instagram, you post shit like, um, I'm doing on this is on the ones, and I just got this new gadget called <laughs> LR259. <laughs> <laughs> you think I give a fuck how you're animating? <laughs> <laughs> just show me the show me the finished product. <laughs> <laughs> No, but he's right. In addition to Krista and I, there's also a huge camera department, and and uh, and with all sort, you know, everyone in the camera department loves cameras. So yeah, there was a lot of camera talk on the set. There We're was sorry. a lot of. I'm sorry talk. we annoyed you with that. Though. It wasn't annoying. I look back at it now, and I'm so grateful for it because I have all of these memories captured. Yes. Now I want to know why JD, who's we've established as a, a very good doctor, albeit young, is passing out at a nail in someone's hand. I mean, hasn't he seen far worse I, things? <laughs> that shit is gross, though. No matter how you look at it, man. Yeah. No really? Matter how you? For, Come on. For, for some reason, he's he's when, fucking cleaned out people's rectums. Yeah, but when the shit's still in you, that's scary, man, because it has to come out. And when it comes, look, you see in the movies, all right, you ready? One, uh, yeah. two, three. And then they pull it and the person's like, <laughs> That was the first thing I thought of. I was like, they got to take that shit out. It didn't oh, cross man. your, it didn't cross your mind. Well, uh, as I understand it, uh, being a fake doctor, you, you don't want to pull it out before you get to the ER because then that's what the, that thing is stopping the blood from coming out. In some cases, yes. In some cases. By the way, but please the don't take this as medical. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> please Google. Please Google the right, right thing to do. Don't listen because to Because in some movies, when dude gets shot with a bow and arrow or something like that, or 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 gets stabbed with a knife, yeah, and they got to make the escape, then you know it's the eye con, it's the close eye contact and everything yep. where they're looking face to face, and they're like, "All right, you ready? I'm ready. On three, <laughs> one, two." <laughs> You said on three. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, anyway, I thought it was surprising that there's a, the, the episode begins with JD passing out at a nail in someone's hand. I like he literally faints. He literally faints like a yeah. know, like a person in old movies faints. Right. Like be still. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> like 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 yeah. Back of hand. The vapors. <laughs> the vapors. <laughs> Now, this is a real thing in hospitals. You know, mix-ups are, are – I mean, they've, they've taken all these steps in the intervening years between this show and 2020 to make sure that uh, fuck-ups are very, very, very rare. I'm, I just started watching this show um, on Netflix. This is a documentary show if you're into real doctor situations called Lennox Hill where they're following around real doctors. And I just noticed that they go in to do brain surgery on someone and there's this whole process where they're like – they're like, we'll be doing this on the right side of the brain. Did anyone hear right? Raise your hand if you heard right. And there's this whole system in place now where the nurses are like, I heard right, I heard right, I heard right. And they like sign, 
He signs his name on the woman's skull before the surgery. Like, my point is, everyone in, 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 the, in the medical community who listens to the show is laughing at me because I'm explaining it so horribly. But uh, it made me think of that because there's so many systems in place now to make sure fuck ups happen less because it is a thing in hospitals. Mm-hmm. It, but it's also really funny how they figure out the mess up was happening. You know what I mean? Oh, wait a second. I imagine that this guy is Jewish. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> then why isn't his penis circumcised? And then Todd runs in. Hey, Dr. Wynn uh, yeah. wants to know if there's some sort of mix-up because our appendix surgery doesn't have an appendix. Right. And then he walks into the room and he's like, can you believe what the... Whoa! <laughs> what <laughs> is going on here? That shit made me laugh so hard. Well, by the way, I laughed so hard at that, but... I- but I didn't understand something. I mean, I laughed so hard at that, but isn't it just an uncircumcised penis? Why is yeah. Todd Why is Todd so freaked out by an uncircumcised penis? He's the not, fucking surgeon. He's not freaked out by it, but it, what it is is it's, it's, you know, the person's covered in a complete uh, a sheet, right? And it's covering their whole body, and the only thing sticking out, and there's a big light shining on it, obviously, is this dude's penis. <laughs> and his balls. And his balls, yeah. But by the way, Donald, if you if you fans who are listening, go back. You can see when when Rob comes in and says, "Whoa, what is going on here?" You can see Donald under his mask start to laugh, and like Donald, I can see you biting your fucking cheek. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. He's fucking dude, man. I I forgot how I I say this over and over again. Robert Machio. Holy shit. I forgot how funny he is, man. And yeah. we used to we used to fucking fuck with him all the time and mm-hmm. oh let's go run line and everything. But he fucking crushes it every yeah. time. Yeah. Every time. Dude, that's the funniest line in the show. Whoa, yeah. what is going on here? What is going on here? <laughs> I, even in my brain, I was thinking like, well, why is he so surprised to see a penis? But, but Donald, oh man, then I looked at Donald and I know that look better than anyone. But, the, but you're lucky you had that mask over your face. Because <laughs> oh, he's like, he's like, his face is like scrunching up like this. <laughs> Nicole Sullivan's back. Nicole Krista Sullivan's Miller's back, back on this episode. Yeah, Krista's back. Um, uh, really? Yeah. The Nicole Sullivan story, you know, uh, Shay, you could speak on this also. Mm-hmm. This was one of those things where you throw her in there just so you can, just so the audience remembers, okay, there's this character and we have plans for her later on. And to make this connection, to make, to make what happens to her, to make you feel it more, we're going to introduce her on some silly shit just so you're comfortable like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just somebody who comes into the space, into the universe for Elliot to make funny jokes with. And you kind of don't realize, okay, at the end of this, something bad's going to happen. Even though we're laying out the crumbs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some, yeah. Some things, you know. Well, yeah, Shay talks about that in, in, in his book, actually, with, with the Brendan arc of it all, about how Bill wasn't, was was totally not afraid to play the long game with these people, right, Shay? Like, like they laid the foundation for Brendan, and then that episode doesn't happen until two years later. You yeah, know? so th- so that's the like the one question I wanted to make sure I asked when I came on here was when y'all are doing that stuff with with the with the Nicole Sullivan character with or with the Brendan Fraser character, do you know ahead of time like okay in in fucking three years this is when we're gonna get rid no. of the you just sort of well, we should throw it to Bill let's throw that yeah question well to well Bill. let's let's throw the Brennan one to Bill because that's I was thinking about doing that. Okay. As well, Bill, uh, when you had Brendan on in season one for these two uh, awesome episodes, uh, we have Shay Serrano here, who, and of course, Bill knows who you are, Shay, because he what hits up, you Bill? up on, 
I see uh, him hitting you up on uh, Twitter as well. Bill, was was it your intention that you would kind of play the long game and then bring Brendan back in, in season three for the episode everybody loves uh, at the funeral? Was that on your radar this far out? And and because uh, we're because you know we're talking about also the Cole Sullivan character and how one of the things you did really well in Scrubs was not be afraid to play the long game with these characters. But first of all, Bill, please don't 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 please say don't five, do the six, five six seven eight. Hey guys, uh, I guess we'll just continue this relationship in which you only reach out to me when you need me, uh, and I'm supposed to feel good about that. Um. No, I do feel good. Look, Brendan, um, he's an old family friend, a good friend of Krista's. And when we brought him uh, on, initially, we thought, wow, it was back when we'd kind of bring guest stars on, get to know him and kill him. But we thought it was kind of a good enough thing to give him uh, leukemia and, um, you know, kind of see Dr. Cox rise to the occasion and deal with it. The first episode is based on a short story called Occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge by... Ambrose Bierce, if anybody wanted to look that up. Second episode, it's just a cool excuse to use the Worthless Peons, Ted's Band, and and uh, all you guys. And Brennan was so good when he agreed to come back, uh, it was perfect because we were able to do you know, that um, sixth sense homage. So we always knew we wanted to kill him, but we hadn't planned, uh, we had hoped, but hadn't planned for him to come back. And when that happened, it's one of our favorite episodes ever. All right, we 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 have a fan uh, that we're gonna take. We're gonna commercial, and then we come back. We're gonna do we take ever a fan. do we ever go to fan and then go to commercial after the fan? How come we always gotta go to commercial before the fan? Is this like a is it a, it, oh because it, and it's yeah. a seg it's a segment thing. I got it. It's a segment thing. Yeah, I mean, there's when Joel we first started making the show, Joel had a very organized list of the way the show would go, and right. then since all we do is ramble all over the fucking place. We just occasionally ask her if we should go to commercial. I know, but it's always like we. It's always a tease, though. For the it's always a tease for the people listening to the podcast. Oh, we've got a listener here. Uh, let's. You know what? We should probably go to fucking commercial. No, but I think that I think that you know on on real TV shows and radio shows, you want to you want the audience to stay on the line, right? On, right, on the, absolutely. On, on the fishing line, you want to so keep like, them wait, when we come back. We're gonna have an exciting right. caller. But we don't do it that way. We never do it that way. We well, let's always try do it, it that way. Let's try and sell it this way. You want to try and sell it? Like yeah, pretend that they might change the channel or switch to the. Uh, don't no 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 no. Don't you touch that dial. When we come back, we'll have yes. our call. Don't you touch that dial. We'll be back in two and two. Hey listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress, and let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. 
Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval term supply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? What's up, Hi, guys? Hi, gentlemen. It's Dylan and who else? This is Cam. Dylan Cam. and Cam! <laughs> There's your official Oprah voice, guys. That's the prize you it. get for making it on the show. You get an Oprah voice intro. Dylan and Cam! Where are you guys at? It looks like you're like in a bunker underground. With, yeah, that behind? Much, yeah, we have a little bar area in our basement. We're kind of hunkered down right here. But we're in uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Okay, Wisconsin in the house. Nice. Uh, well, welcome, guys, to the show. We um, we we have Shay Serrano uh, joining us, who's written an awesome book on Scrubs and an incredible uh, best-selling author. And he probably knows more about Scrubs than Donald and I. But uh, no, so he you definitely can ask, does know more about Scrubs. You can than ask, I do. Well, well, that's because Donald smokes a lot of weed. But you can ask us any question, or maybe you're off. Are you off this hour, Donald? Uh, do you mean did I smoke today? No, because well, there was a couple podcasts ago. You said you were taking a break from weed, and I wonder if that stuck. No, that night didn't didn't take didn't take didn't take that night I that night I went back to the well. <laughs> uh, he always tries to brag, Shay. He's like, "Yeah, I'm off weed." I'm like, "For how long?" He's like, "An hour." Yeah. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. One step at a time. One step at a time. All right, Dylan and Cam, what's up? What's your question, guys? Welcome. 
Yeah, good to be here, man. Really big fans and uh, really huge fan of Shay too. So that's why. Oh, really nice. Cool. Oh, yeah. Up, guys? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, you guys have the. Did you guys buy the? Awesome, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I printed it out. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god! For you, um, for you listeners, they held up uh, Shay's book on the office. Uh, and they had printed it out and binded it. So these guys are real Shea fans. <laughs> oh, I love, yeah, love Shea. Shea's probably my favorite author, yeah. So it's oh, awesome. Right on, yeah. right on, man. That's right on. Thank you. Oh, wow. Nice, Shay. Um, all right, a question for, I guess it's probably going to be for Shay, but Donald and I are here too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess if you guys want to hop in with this too, but uh, for Shay, um, so you've written, obviously, Conference Room Five Minutes uh, for The Office. You've written, Where Do You Think We Are for Scrubs? Um, is there another show that you've been thinking about or is there um, maybe one that maybe Donald or Zach would really like to kind of see from you as well? Ooh, that's good. I like, I like my part, but you go first, Shai. There hasn't been one that I thought of yet. Usually whenever I'm working on one of these, people will like start tweeting me, oh, do The Wire, do Arrested mm. Development, do mm. you know, Sons of Anarchy or Mad Men or whatever. Uh, but but mostly these things just sort of happen organically. Like I've been I've been watching Scrubs for so long. I've seen it so many times that it was like, well, you know, let me let me do something with all of the times I've watched it. And then it becomes like, oh, I was actually just working hard all of that time instead of just sitting around watching TV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's a nice way up. to spin that's it. You're like, yeah. all, you're like, I wasn't wasting those hours. I was writing a book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like a 180 oh, something episodes of the show. You watch 90 hours of TV that you've seen four or five times all the way through. Um, but yeah, uh, usually just... If a show will grab a hold of me, then I'll then I'll write about it. But I haven't I don't have any plans right now to do to do another one. All right, I have an idea. Which one for do you him. want? Which one do you want him to do? Uh, I was just well the whole time he was talking, I was half listening and half thinking, and <laughs> I think my I think I don't know if you watch the show, Shay Donald. I don't think watches it, but I really loved Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta's mm -hmm. great. That's yeah, a really, really good one, and it's I really, think really it's good. ripe for analysis because it's got so many trippy storylines and so much social commentary and. I just, I just think it's uh, incredibly done. Yeah, that's a really, that's a really good one. But they're not done yet. Like, you, it doesn't oh, you work. Wait till they're done. Yeah, okay. you got to wait till you get. Now all the of wire. That a lot of people say the wire is. The, I have to admit, I only watched season one, so please don't yell at me. But um, a lot of people think that's the greatest TV show of all time. Is that is that on a top of your list? Yeah, that's absolutely on there. The Wire, Breaking Bad, Soprano, like you know, all of the, all of the main ones. Right. I've never seen any of these shows. You yeah. haven't. No. no, you've never seen you've never seen Breaking Bad. No, no, he only watched I watch, the finale. I watched the show. finale. That he was only it. watched the finale. It's the only episode he ever saw. So here's okay. my thing. Here's my thing. <laughs> okay. I have a hard time <laughs> investing in shows because what happens is either they get canceled or they disappoint you in the end. Right? That's my mm -hmm. that's my issue with things. Mm -hmm. I hate when you know some there's a cliffhanger at the end of a season and then the show gets canceled and you don't get to finish. You know, and then but surely or there's a series. What's a series that you watched like that you just loved all of it? The Clone Wars. <laughs> it's got to be Star okay. Wars. It's only Star, Star Wars. Wars for yeah. yeah. I mean, at least he knows that, he likes. that 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 you. Well, yeah, I, I, I you know, uh, that was Is there anything where... non Star Wars. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Bill Lawrence used to say it all the time. And it's so true. You you tell people when you when people meet you and they say i'm such a huge fan of your show nine out of the ten times they've only seen it like a handful of times you know mm -hmm. what i mean and mm -hmm. haven't seen it more than that um and so uh i i fall in that category if i were to see brian and aaron i would be like 
I'm such a huge. I was such a huge fan of Breaking Bad. I only saw the final episode. Oh my! Yeah, no, you crazy. wouldn't tell. That's you wouldn't. Crazy. I wouldn't let you admit that. <laughs> that's to crazy. I already told them. It's all over the air now. There's somebody's gonna come back to him and say that shit now. But you know what I mean? Like, like I watch. I every now and then I'll check out a CW show. Right? Like I love superhero movies. Right? So I'll check out The Flash. Or I'll check out Legends of Tomorrow. Or I'll check out, you know, uh, uh, Arrow. Uh, and I've only seen, like, you know, out of all of them, I've seen maybe, you know, 30 of them total. Like, of all of the shows total. But when I see the actors and stuff in it, I genuinely do love what I have seen. So I'll be like, I'm such a fan of your show, even though I've only seen each show. So the a message few times. for all those actors is that Donald is totally bullshitting you when he no, says I'm he's not. seen your show. I'm telling the honest to goodness truth. Do you I like a... Supergirl? I, I have seen that a few times. Do you yes, like I... it? What about yeah, Smallville? I mean, I, I, what about Smallville? I, I, I only saw that show a couple of times also, and I liked, you know, because Dark what, what Angel. Ha- <laughs> which one was Dark Angel? This one with Jessica Alba. I didn't watch that one. I didn't watch. I, I never checked Wait, that one. You out. also used, didn't you used to watch? There was a sci fi show you used oh, to watch. Battlestar Galactica. I take yeah. it back. If you yeah. do Battlestar, yeah, you should do Battlestar Galactica. Okay. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I yeah! never watched Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Zach. Thank Shay, you. Yeah. Shady, I remember, I remember, I got, I got, I was searching huge... my brain for you. I was like, I know there was one sci fi show he actually watched that wasn't a fucking Star Wars animated cartoon. Yo, I remember I got into an argument with my uh, girlfriend at the time because I thought she uh, taped over my Battlestar Galactica episode. I remember. <laughs> That's tough. Giving... <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> um, did you watch that one, Shay? I did not watch Battlestar Galactica. Did you guys, Dylan, Cam, did you watch Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it as well. Do you guys like it? Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not super big in like sci-fi, but that one I was, I was pretty... I, yeah, I think as far as uh, like sci-fi shows that people have liked, that's one of those ones everyone says mm-hmm. was canceled too soon and people well, really Katie Sackhoff is a... She's a, a G, if you ask me. You know what I mean? Like, she's one of those action heroes that is a good... Like, she straight up is a true action star who deserves the opportunity to carry some project. They say she's going to be in The Mandalorian this upcoming season as uh, Bo-Katan, which would be really fucking dope. Uh, My grandmother used to live in Bo-Katan. Right. Well, these characters, <laughs> these, these characters all travel from Clone does it take Wars. place at an old jewish community center in you florida can eat an ass <laughs> joelle do you watch with, um with uh, cream. battlestar galactica because you like the sci-fi stuff yeah uh, i came very very late to battlestar galactica so i'm currently in the middle of season one but really loving it it's amazing it's excellent it's good writing if you're a star trek and or star wars fan you'll probably find something you like in battlestar galactica all right um, so guys, um, to finish that question off, do you have a show that, that like you would love Shay to one day do a book about each? We're going to ask both of you, you yeah, each, each, each individual. Yeah. I'll let you go first. Okay. Uh, I would love Breaking Bad personally. Breaking Bad would be really sick. I think it's a really, really good show. Um, yeah, that would probably be my top choice. Maybe Parks and Rec would kind of be a more fun one. I'm more lighthearted, but, but I, I would probably say Breaking Bad would be a really cool one. All right, how about you? Um, I've always been a huge fan of the show Dexter. Um, I would love to see you do that. In my opinion, it's one of the best shows uh, start and then kind of drops off right at the finish, where I think Breaking Bad is better as a series, but I think at best, Dexter is better. 
Yeah, I think, I think Dexter, Dexter might kind of fall in line with uh, Donald's of uh, kind of a slight disappointment at the very end. But Yeah, I was going to say, that's one. That's another show where I only watched the last episode, and I was like, what oh the fuck God. is this? Oh, my this God. This is the strangest really, tradition I've ever heard heck? of. Dude, Shay, no, it's not. It's, did you I've ever never, I don't know anybody else. When, I don't know anybody else who does this. That's bullshit. Shay, did you ever no. see when Harry met Sally? Oh, that's yeah. a totally different example. Do you remember <laughs> when Billy Crystal, when she's asking when when she when he tells her how uh how dark he is and he's like i read the end of the book before mm-hmm. i start that's me with movies that's uh, me with television shows that that's everybody's so strange like, but that's me that's with television shows that everybody's like you should watch this you know what show you would like you would like this show and I'll, but you okay. miss you miss like the whole build-up of everything like you can't okay we were talking about nicole sullivan's character yeah yes and the and, and the season eight finale when JD's doing the walk down the hallway and she pops up out of the out of the thing and she's like there you are and you get so fucking excited like I, I there's like a real jolt of joy in your body yeah. when you see that if you haven't watched all the other episodes you don't understand what that you think this is just right. a person who happens to be out of the you can't just watch so then that the makes final me ask, episode. is the final episode of scrubs a good episode then? it's a great it's episode. The, because let's, episode fantastic <laughs> Cause the Breaking Bad, fin- the Breaking Bad finale oh. is a fucking movie. All I needed to know was that this dude Walter White oh was this God. freaking I'm not gonna super let this duper. I'm gonna have an intervention. <laughs> Why? Why? Because, because you 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 will get so. I mean, let's just take Breaking Bad because I feel like it's a show that everyone listening to this probably that last loved and that watched. last right, but that last episode is a movie. It's a fucking movie. Right, it's a movie you like, of you, you good. Like- it's just like uh the 26th hour with Edward Norton where he finally where he's a or 20 I forget the name of the damn movie, but I forget how many dealer. hours. There was a lot of them. Forget, there's a lot of them, but he he fucking uh yeah. he, he's a drug dealer who goes to jail. You don't mm-hmm. need to know everything that goes on before the movie the with the movie starts you're invested the minute he gets caught out there after you know what i mean and is going to jail and it's the end of the story it's the but end of the, his run but but you can watch that movie and understand all of the parts by the time you get to the end of it if you only watch the finale of breaking bad like you kind of you don't understand why it's so important that he saves Jesse in that moment you're like i don't get it why did he save this one kid and kill everybody else I don't understand why he had to walk through the meth lab the last time. I don't understand why they played this particular song. Like you, you're missing so much of this thing yeah. that you got to watch the rest yeah, of the episode. You got to watch it. All right, wait. Let's ask. Let's ask the guys if they have another question. Go ahead, guys. Do you have another one? Um, so uh, you guys had mentioned earlier uh, in the podcast series that you guys used to be roommates, right? Yes, we were roommates for a year. I mean, for no, a half so, of right. a, for a summer, no, for, for a summer, for a summer, for a summer. So maybe I'm kind of stirring the pot a little bit here, but. What was uh, some of your biggest pet peeves living with each other? So I got to the loft first. We rented this loft for the summer. And the loft, it was enormous. It was like your dream loft in terms of size. But it didn't, wasn't really that set up in terms of like two nice bedrooms, two nice bathrooms. So I claimed the nice bedroom because, you know, I got there first, right? That's what you do. Right. Then I gave Donald what was technically the second bedroom, but it had um, a washer and a dryer in it. And he goes, who do you think I am, Benson? And um, for those of you guys who are young, you don't know, but Benson was a show where, uh, what, how do you explain Benson? I don't know. Benson was a show. Robert Guillaume played Benson and he yeah. was the assistant. He worked for the to, mayor. He, worked he was an mayor. assistant to the mayor. He was and, saying like, pretty much like, who do you think I work for? And, you? and Benson was the one that pretty much ran the country while, cause the mayor was this, you know, 
bumbling, uh, well, he wasn't a bumbling mayor, but he was, Benson was the one that handled everything, right? He right. handled the house. He handled everything. Uh, and for some reason, uh, to me, that shit was kind of fucked up. That <laughs> you, you, know, you were like, Benson should be the fucking mayor. Benson should have been the mayor, and the mayor should not have been the mayor. But that's not why I was pissed off. I was pissed off because it was like, yo, you going to put me in the fucking room with the washer and dryer? <laughs> <laughs> of all the rooms. Look, it was either that or like a law. It was like a there was a cot right outside of his room. And I was like, no, I'll take the no. cot. Yeah. I'll take the fucking cot. Fuck it. Yeah, and then I didn't really have a door, so we 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 were very open with each other that summer. We were very, very open with each we other. We touched tips. Summer. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 we didn't. We docked. We did dock. Didn't we dock? We never docked. We dude. never docked? Okay. No. That was the most of a dream. This is um, all going to... This. Oh, boy. No, we're not cutting this out. Okay. Listen, I, this is what always happens on this show. We say something like that, and then Donald goes, we're cutting this out, and then we almost never cut it out. <laughs> we used to play ping pong in our, in our boxes. In our underwear. Dude, we had a lot of great times. I remember... I, I think the writer, Amy Tan... Is that a famous writer, uh, Joel? Okay. As I understand it, the writer, Amy Tan, lived beneath us, and she was not happy that two guys partying all summer were in the loft above her. Yeah. And, she, and she we would get notes like, we would get notes like, Amy Tan is furious. You guys need to fucking quiet down. She was like, she would write notes like, do you guys have fucking elephants upstairs yeah. in your apartment? <laughs> yeah. <Is> it, <laughs> because the banging, yeah. I can only imagine... She would write some pretty unique notes, though. She was a writer. Yeah, well, she was a good writer. She yeah. They were beautifully written. <laughs> she wrote they the Joy Luck Club. Holy shit, we were fucking with the lady who wrote the Joy Luck Club. Uh, well, we That's weren't horrible. fucking with her. We were just having That's fun. Horrible. And I remember her very well-worded, angry letters. Yeah. yeah. I wish you still had them. Yeah, she pulled out the thesaurus for some of those. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we could probably sell them on eBay. Those are worth something. The, Amy well, Tan's angry letters to <laughs> Donald and I. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we got to keep going. Uh, thank you guys for coming on, Donald. Ah. Say thank you. Hey, thank you guys. Um, yeah, I appreciate so it. What is that on your shirt? It says Summer League. Yeah, Vegas Summer League. So Shay probably knows about Summer League. Yeah, uh, I mean, NBA. Yeah, basketball. Zach, you probably don't know too much about. No, it. but Donald know. does. <laughs> Donald does. Are you? But uh, no, yeah, we're, we're big Bucks fans. Bucks fans, and okay, right on. How long yeah. do you think you can hold Antetokounmpo there for? Uh, he's resigning. Yeah, you heard you it. He's <laughs> yeah, I heard it. <laughs> yeah, you believe Probably so? Say he's not coming to San Antonio, Chef. No way. <laughs> I mean, look. Here's the thing. Do they come out of the? I mean, there is no East this year or West for the for this bubble round that they're talking about at Disney, right? It's a, just a bunch of teams I, thrown into a pot. Is that no? What I think I think they are still doing the East West. It's something weird though. It's kind of weird how they have it set up, but. It would be nice if they just threw teams into a pot so you could get, you know, mm -hmm. first rounds with like Houston versus uh, Milwaukee or Houston versus, you know, Washington. That'd be really cool. But what's his name again? I want to try and use it. In a Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes. Or Antetokounmpo. Or Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Well, I got to tell you, he's a really great player. And what I like about him is he's always in the paint. That's actually true. That's actually true. And he reminds yeah. me of Rodman because he's always getting those rebounds. 
Wow. Once again, okay. not bad. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Speaking of basketball, um, kind of a quick uh, little share story. We, uh, um, I think back to the episode where I don't think it was a fantasy. It was like a uh, flashback to where you guys got to go see Michael Jordan. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to see, see Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. And we're going to see Michael Jordan. When we were in uh, high school, I won tickets to a Bucks lakers game. And uh, shout out, uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. But we got to go see Kobe Bryant play. And yeah. I remember we ro- rolled up, and that's what we were doing. Don't see Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> and I take it, I take it, I take it unlike, uh, unlike JD and Turk, you guys remember the tickets. I, I take it, right? Isn't that, yeah. is that like in Scrubs lore, Donald, is that how you began to lose your hair? You first started pulling it out. Yeah. There? I don't know how I began to lose. I don't know how Turk started to lose his hair, but that, that was the first was, moment. That's the first, that's one of the yeah. first moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, guys, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you're ever in Wisconsin, come play tennis with us, Zach. We're tennis coaches too. Oh, really? Oh, right on. I, I love tennis. Reason. I love it. I love it. I'll find you guys. All right. Thank well. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. You know, I appreciate that. They knew how to tap into the one sport that I could talk about. And, uh, <laughs> and they, they, were, they were very good guests. I like that. Uh, um, Masi, yeah. Masi is back Ma- in this Masi episode. Oka, yeah. Uh, which is great. He went on to become a time-traveling hero. That was another show I watched, Shea Heroes. I watched mm-hmm. that all the way through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, um, a couple goose. I had goosebumps multiple times in this episode. The first was nine fifty six when they're playing pool in the bar, and uh, Ben's hand is still bleeding. And the look Cox gives to JD, mm-hmm. it really moved me because for the first, I mean, it's might have been because I was I'd reading your essays and now it was all emotional, uh, Che. But I went. My first reaction was Cox can't hide the fact that he respects JD as a doctor to know that he'll know what that could mean. Yeah, immediately. Do you know like what I mean? The- yeah. It was like, you know, Cox is always fronting like, oh, your girl's name and JD, you suck. And but obviously under undercurrent trying to build him up. But that was a moment of shock where he looked to it as a peer, mm-hmm. as a peer and went, yeah. you know what that could mean. Yeah, you know? that's like it. So you see you see him do it in the in the pilot is like the first time he like expresses some sort of uh, like not admiration, but like, you know, I'm going to grab a hold of you and take it take care of you and yeah. then this time was the first time when he he doesn't say anything he there's no words at all he just looks and he knows and jd knows and the only person who doesn't know in that moment is ben yeah it's like oh it's about and to, I, I was really struck by the the respect that he sh- i mean <laughs> it, 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 obviously in his mind wasn't i'm gonna now respect this person it was just it didn't he didn't have a moment to put on his airs if you will mm-hmm. he didn't have a moment to put on his front he just had an instant reaction to a fellow doctor and went, "Oh fuck, you know what this could mean." It's totally was- it's it's totally different than when you see him at the very beginning of the next episode uh, when he walks into the room and JD and and Jordan and Ben are in there and JD's doing the thing about like we you know, you you don't need a we don't need a, res- a resident, we need a, a like a hero and then he comes walking in and now now he's prepared for the situation and doing the whole thing. But yeah, you're exactly right. In that moment you and then, um, and the second time, uh, first of all, I just want to say at 10.05, there was a really cool transition moment that Larry Trilling did from, I love how they went from the bar right to the exam room. That was cool. Also, before we move forward with that, you know, he says, I've never asked you out for a beer before, but he had asked you out for a beer before. And that was when he lost his shit and tore up the uh, lab that day uh, and 
he was having his worst day and you got caught up in it, he does invite you out for a beer. You guys go to a bar and you drink beer. You drink uh, together, actually. So right. that was very weird that he was like, you know, I've never asked you out. Well, I maybe he blocked it out. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just, you know. You're just trying just to show off that there. you're like the Scrubs Wiki guy. I'm, I'm, well. By the way, a lot of laughter on, on my Insta comments about Scrubs Wiki guy. They were like, someone was like, that guy pulled a total Dorian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, people were just laughing about how, uh, but no offense, Trevor. We, 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 we got you now. You're going to be our Scrubs Wiki guy. Right, Donald? I mean, he doesn't necessarily want to be. No, but I kind of like that about his character. No, but I kind of <laughs> like that about his character in the show. He, he's like a reluctant, he's like a reluctant. He's a reluctant. Uh, so yeah, that's what you do. Think of it as like the hero's journey. Yeah. In the beginning, you don't really want to do it. Yeah. But once you get on board, yeah. you're off to a adventure that a adventure of a lifetime. Yeah, Trevor. By the time we do 182 episodes, you'll right. be happy that you came along on the journey. Okay. Um, and the Let's other moment, and the other moment we got I goosebumps as I said earlier, um, that's that that Shay writes about in his essay uh, was when JD reads the chart and sees that Ben has leukemia and Carla comes up and she says, "Are you okay?" And I just say no. And it was just really, really powerful because it was one of those moments that Shay's talking about where there had just been a silly moment of of the fantasy of what happens in that in that uh, blood test guy's office and 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 Doug being, you know, Doug. And then all of a sudden, bam, we just drop in with, hey, this guy we just made you fall in love with, he's got leukemia. Mm -hmm. She's so good in like every single uh, moment. Like she has dude. this. This it, like a like her player efficiency rating has got to be fucking outrageous. Yeah, which like, is like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, she's if you were playing if you were playing uh, uh, NBA 2K, she's like 96, 97. Yeah, like unreal. she's like just straight up like she's glitch mode, man. Yeah, Judy like fucking three crushes words, it four words every right there. time. Yeah, I think that she is an incredible actress, and in the show she was the perfect tool to use for moments like this because she was the heart. You know, she was the heart of she was the conscience and the heart for everybody. At least the first two seasons, I think, as the show went on, she you know she became as much of a sit uh, a character as we you know as all of us did. But in the first two seasons, she was definitely the grounding factor to all of, you know what I mean, to everything. Mm -hmm. So then we go into this fantasy that we don't know is a fantasy until the very end of the show. Um, and all of this happens in JD's imagination, which, which again, we talked about it early in, in this podcast, but, you know, that totally foreshadows the, the giant mislead uh, we do in season three with, with Johnny not knowing that, that, that Ben's gone. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just really interesting that, that, that Bill not only introduced uh, Ben for, for the long haul, but then mirrored that sort of wacky fantasy structure. Well, yeah. So when, when, when you reached out and asked which episode I wanted to be on, like if I could, if I wanted to be on a thing, th that, that was the whole reason that I ended up picking this one. Because I think this episode in season one, especially is like the one episode where we see the most amount of tricks that Scrubs is able to pull off that maybe a lot of shows Aren't so so if we have if we like put a list together, mm. you have that great scene where where Elliot makes herself cry to get the yeah to to, yeah. to get the guy to, to redo the thing right. So this is like her being very silly in the situation, but to do that as an actor, I imagine is incredibly tricky. Yeah, to just like pull yes. that out of out of you. So you have her doing that. You have Carla with JD 
in the hallway and Carla's doing her quick missile strike right here where she's just like going to pump a scene full of emotion. You have the thing where they're playing with timelines, which they, they use to even greater effect later on. You have the gag with, we, we, we find out the, the janitor is in like the background of all of these pictures. <laughs> that shit and, had me rolling. Right? Dude. <laughs> like there's so much. We, we, have, we have Dr. Cox using his serious voice. He doesn't do it very often, but when he does it, you feel it. And he gives, he tells JD, like, your only job today is to get these test results back. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd love to see him drop everything and do that. You have Turk sticking up for JD. You have Brendan Fraser swooping in and being just, like, the perfect cameo character where you you have to be able to tell a joke, but you also have to be able to, like, stick this landing. Yeah. yeah. There's just so much stuff That's going true. on in this one episode. It's perfect. By the way, Shay, you just um, made me think of something else, which was... It, it, Sarah's bit, which she really did live on camera, obviously, which which actors often have to do and can't always do, but Sarah does literally live on camera here, is get themselves in a headspace where they can produce tears. And that moment um, really encapsulates exactly what you're talking about in, in, in Scrubs being able to dance between comedy and drama, because what Sarah's doing is very funny. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the words she's saying to get herself to it's cry, serious stuff. it's very serious. And it's the painful stuff from her life and trying to impress her father and whatever, yes. whatever she was saying. But it was like happening simultaneously is this thing you're laughing at. But what the woman is saying is, is so sad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it ends with her with tears streaming down her face. It was a really great acting moment for Sarah. She's, she's amazing. Um, what about Chop Chop Nancy? Rapido! Rapido! <laughs> I remember that, dude. I remember that day. I remember, I think that was one of the first times where I was having a hard time with lines. I remember that day. Really? Your yeah, line was chop, chop, Nancy. No, I had the whole thing where I was like, Man, know, you're going to go back there and you're going to yeah. do this and blah, blah, blah. I think that was one of the first times where I was like, I didn't study this. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Leonard makes an appearance oh, here. without a hook arm, though. I without mean, a hook on his hand. So listen, what is the story? I read on Scrubs Wiki that uh, the guy wrote, perhaps this episode is before his ice machine accident. <laughs> I think it is. It <laughs> no, must I be. Didn't, I didn't remember that, Re uh, that Leonard had lost his arm in an ice machine accident. Did you? Neither, I did not either. No, I but I love, that. I love that on Scrubs Wiki, it's like, this may have occurred before <laughs> Leonard's ice, <laughs> ice machine accident. <laughs> well, no. they'd have to, because he had a hand. So for those of you who don't remember, that's Randall Winston, our line producer, um, who not only played Death, but also played Leonard. This is his first appearance in his wig. Um, he and the not... afro isn't that big yet either. It's like kind <laughs> the of... Afro, yeah, he, was, he was keeping his fro tighter, right? <laughs> but he does, he does not yet have a hook hand. This might be, I believe, the only appearance of Leonard without his hook hand. So the ice machine. But then again, sorry, I'm, I'm going all over the place, but this was a fantasy. So maybe in JD's weird daydream, Leonard didn't Leonard have didn't a didn't have a hook hand. yet, right. He didn't recognize Leonard had a hook yet. He hadn't yes. been paying enough attention. I hadn't noticed that Leonard had a hook yet. So That's... when I had a fantasy, Shay, Leonard you following this? That seems like something you would notice, though. I just want to throw I it think... out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've probably noticed that. Um, so it took me a moment because I had forgotten. Oh, I want to just mention in 1836, all, again, Brendan took all those pictures, and they're pretty great uh, pictures. I believe Krista still saved a bunch of them. Um. And um, and then uh, JD, yeah. So then I, I I was kind of surprised by that reveal. You know, I'm, again, I'm, I haven't watched these in 20 years. I thought it was cool to see this. You know, and and Bill was smart 
directorially and writing wise, you needed something very specific to make the audience go, this is the exact same moment. Mm-hmm. You need a device because the audience is going to essentially track it. Keep in mind when people were watching these, they had commercial breaks in and everything. So that you need the audience to make sure they track that whole run. And he came up with the device of the exact playing cards on their foreheads. Yeah. Right. But here's the thing. He also made it seem like it was a curveball that's, you know, not only did it curve, but the shit was a change up too. You know what I mean? Like, because you don't think that the whole thing is a daydream. You think just when he gets the the paper the second time and he meets uh 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 Brendan Fraser outside. Yeah. You think that's all the fan that's just the fantasy. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go out there and hey man, it's just leukemia. It's not leukemia, you're you're fine. I was wrong, I was wrong. And you know the circle comes around and it's got this weird yeah. Yeah. You think, okay, so this part's the fantasy. And I expected you to be at the door right. of the exit telling him, no, dude, here's what I think you need to you need to come back inside, actually. And it doesn't even do that. It jumps all the way back yeah. to the moment. And so, good. so I it was like a it was like a not a it wasn't just one pump fake. It was like he was under the rim giving you the dream shake. You know what I mean? It was like, ha ha ha. And then you know what I mean. You know, it's funny about uh, that fantasy. You know, it's the the writing is such that it's supposed to be. Oh, Ben says he doesn't like posed pictures. You'll know it's a fantasy because here we are taking a posed picture. But what what tipped it off even more for me was that Kelso's happily getting in a picture with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Kelso would never want to be with these fucking right. people. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it, guys. I think we yeah. we did the whole uh, we did the whole episode. Yeah, we did. Che, did you have fun? Are you glad you did this? I'm really glad. This was like a, you know, part of me is like, these are two guys who I've been watching for so long. I'm kind of nervous to meet them. I don't really like to meet the people who I admire because what if it turns out they're dicks? Uh-huh. Oh, I, we, so I, we, I had that in my head, but now nah, y'all are cool. Do we hold up? Cool. Do we cool you're guys? I hope so. You're, be- okay. you're, you're, you're better than I was. Oh, will expected. you come back on is the question. Yeah, will you come back on? Yeah, I'll come back on later on after y'all do all of the other stuff for sure. Because okay. I, I, I have a feeling what's going to happen on all of our social media is everyone's going to say, Shay was the best guest. You need to have Shay back all the time. Hashtag Caramel Bear. Right. Definitely. <laughs> Hashtag Caramel Bear. Shout out Efron Ramirez. Efron, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my yeah. guy. <laughs> Whatever happened you to know, Caramel Bear? No, he had, we don't know. He freaking, we went into the party and he got, he got jumped or something like that. He, yeah. He definitely died on the show. In yeah. real, li- in real yeah. life, he's still working, but on the show, well, he, you know, he, he has a twin brother, right? Yeah, 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 identical, identical. Yeah, and I remember one night we were out, and his twin brother. Everybody thought his twin brother was him, and they were coming up to him, going, "Pedro, Pedro." <laughs> and as I recall, the twin and brother was rolling with it, <laughs> rolling with it, and loving it. And he was like, "Don't tell anybody." I was like, "I'm not gonna say shit, dude." I thought that w- I thought you were the other one. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I, I had people telling me that I I'm, I always say that's funny, like Mandy Moore's character does on the show, mm-hmm. and that I need to stop saying that, Donald. Well, I, had, I had someone write that to me. You guys did date. Maybe that rubbed off on you. Well, I don't know if that's the case, but um, <laughs> um, all right, guys. Uh, Dan, Shay, I want to get out. I want to. Uh, no, you can leave it. Uh, listen, uh, Shay's handle on Twitter at Shay Serrano. Uh, S H E A. S E R R A N O. Follow him on there. He is uh, one of the most popular fellows on Twitter. He does a lot of amazing. Just talk for a second, uh, Shay, before we go about 
this cool thing you do with the FOH Army. Tell people what that is. Shay will have like drives for people that need help. He'll be like, all right, whose be- who's bills are we paying this week? And then he'll like just Venmo them cash. So just talk about that for a second. Yeah, that's like a, the silly little sort of guerrilla philanthropy thing we started a couple of years ago. Or it was like, after we had enough people follow me on Twitter, or we were all grouped up together. If we got 100, 200, 300,000 people following, we could raise a lot of money real fast if everybody sends like a dollar or $2 mm. or whatever. And mm. so, you know, we started doing that. And then, yeah, when the coronavirus stuff hit, when the Black Lives Matter movement started up um, after the George Floyd's murder, we're like, you know, we're going to try to help out in what, any situation we can. So, like, People will send stuff to me. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to fund this. We're going to send some money out. So, yeah, I think like since March 12, it's been, you know, $250,000, $240,000 of just like straight cash we've given wow. to places Amazing. or people. And do people give you, I, I think just from following you, do some people who can afford it give you like large sums and hey, say, hey, Shay, distribute this? Every once in a while, somebody will hit me up like in my DMs and be like, hey, I don't want you to like say where this came from, but like, here's $5,000. Can you pay bills for? people until this is gone like that happens every once in a while mostly though it's like we're all going to chip in five bucks ten bucks and see what happens wow. that's, that's really amazing. awesome man that's it's really awesome and he's so, so sweet about it people will write him things like oh thank you so much shay I'm, I'm having trouble with my bills and he's like fuck that noise and he'll send them fucking money <laughs> it's awesome yeah awesome um all right everybody that's the episode i want to thank uh we want to thank on behalf of my co-host and i uh shay because yes, shay you were an awesome guest right donald thank you amazing for guest me, for real. Ama- well dude this was this was you know uh always you you never know how uh your guests are gonna be and we you you're somebody who wasn't on the show uh but you fit in so well, man, and your insight <laughs> on our show. I'm dead serious, man. Your insight on our show is is very awesome, man. Yeah. Like uh, I, I I appreciate you 100. Yeah, and I since um, and since the old caramel bear died, uh, I think you can be our new caramel bear. And <laughs> right. I just hope that I just hope that my persona on this podcast has made Laramie like me a little bit more. Um, I know Excuse that it was J- I know I know that it was JD she didn't love, but maybe she, maybe she'll like Zach Braff. She loved Garden State, so you're good. All like, right, like, good. Like, Zach God. Braff is fine. JD is Thank a God. questionable. Everybody <laughs> loves that movie, Zach. Yeah, they do. Everybody. You should have been in it. All right, listen. Listen, everybody, go to <laughs> go to um, uh, Donald Faze, Donald Faze. underscore Azon. That's I'm trying to get all of Zach's followers. Okay, y'all need to come over to the dark side. All right, come over to. Okay, uh, that's one way to put it. Join, um, join me, and together. We will build this institution, and we will like weird memes. Um, listen, uh, follow- with our combined strength. Oh okay. We can end this conflict and bring order to the galaxy. All right. Uh, that's his audition monologue. Uh, listen, check out Shay's book, uh, sacredheartgang.com. Please follow Donald on Instagram. I'm really getting sick Wait, of it. Wait, no, just, just hold on. <laughs> Let's be clear. Not just the people who are listening. Zach Braff's followers. Okay. Follow Donald Faison My followers are tired too. of being accosted by you. Um, <laughs> and uh, write Joel uh, your questions at scrubsiheart at gmail.com. And please um, subscribe and rate the podcast because uh, I recently was told that that's a real thing. That's good for our, our exposure if you give us five stars. I'm like the Uber driver who's like, five stars, five stars. So give us five stars, right, Donald? 
Yeah, please give us five stars. All right, and tell five, your friends. Five stars are better. Tell your friends. We are hoping to one day when the world opens up tour this show. And um, we'll come to, will you, will, you, will you come when we come to Houston, Shay? Are you still in Houston? I'm in San Antonio now, but if y'all make it to Texas, I'll show up. All right, well, wait, hold on now. We'll I heard something about Tim Duncan and that being your favorite player of all oh, time. Is this true? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, why, why Tim Duncan? Why? Before we go, why? This, this doesn't even have to be on the podcast, Zach. I just need to know this because Tim is one of my favorite players, too. He's not my favorite player, mm -hmm. but why Tim Duncan? Okay, let me tell you, the, there's a very personal connection that Tim Duncan has with San Antonio in mm -hmm. that he showed up. And all of a sudden, a city that had an inferiority complex, you know, we're not as, as hip as Austin. We're not as cool as, as, as Houston or whatever. They beat us in the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. He shows up, and all of a sudden, we have the guy on our team that everybody's afraid of. And he's going to war, and he's not backing down. You got to fucking kill this guy in the playoffs if you want to beat him. He shows up. He delivers five championships for us. Yeah, all does. of a sudden, we have the... We, I think he's the fifth or sixth greatest basketball player of all time. We have him on our team. He, he allows you in your chest to feel like a winner, to feel like a champion. You know how it feels when the team that you love wins a thing and you feel like you're a part of it? It's like Jeter to New York, man. Exactly. I know exactly what you mean, yes. That's exactly yeah, or, or, the... Or Cole Wilkinson in the original cast of Les Mis. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's, what, um, that's what Tim Duncan did, so I love him forever for that. I, I hear you, man. I feel like he had a lot of really good... Uh, if it was the Justice League, he had a lot of good supporting characters. He's Superman. He definitely had a Batman, and it switched off between Ginobili and Tony Parker. Uh, yeah. Those he, guys he, were those guys were great, but those were not players you could take and put on other teams, and they no. like a thing. You know well, Ginobili, maybe Ginobili, 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 maybe, Ginobili you could. maybe. Maybe. You know, maybe Tony in his in his younger years. Anyway, not, my, not Tony, not as much as Ginobili though. <laughs> and when he shut up, man. And when he got there, he also had the Admiral David Robinson. Let's he did have he did have Big Dave. He did have but Big Dave. But Dave only there. got one. He got five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Dave and, got two. Dave got two. Oh, my none bad. of them are none of them are as good as Mike Jaminski. All right, we gotta go. <laughs> we love you. Uh, thank you, Shay. I hope we can be real friends in real life. I think you and Donald might hit it off uh, really well. I think so too. He's I like, so. I, he's like, he's like, he was a dick when I first met him. I, that's what that. I got out of the little. That's what I got out of the thing. No, Yo, you're cool. You're, you're super cool. You're super cool. No, you're on your phone a lot. The one thing about that essay I got was like, down sitting between two fans, and he's on his phone, like talking to your fan, <laughs> dick. Maybe this is why people don't follow you on Instagram. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he's a story. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. 
In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home.